bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Bryce Castillo, and as as I always am, Mm -hmm. joined by Justin Robert Young. Hi, friend. How are you? And Brian Brushwood. Oh, so usual. And, and as always, our special guest, as we are always having, Joe Diamond is joining us here. Thanks for having me. Hello. Yes, sir. Joe Diamond's here. You you have to call me Mr. Joe Diamond the rest of the time uh, I'm here now. Joe (laughs) Diamond. You have to say Misto that ends with an (laughs) A-H. Hey, mister, are you Mr. Joe Diamond? Mr. Joe Diamond. (laughs) Mr. Joe Diamond. Will you give us a conjuring shape with a change? (laughs) Uh, So you're here to shoot Scam School videos. Scam Nation. Scam Nation. Scam Nation. Uh, One might say that uh, just philosophically, you know, because it defined the genre, like like in the way that all, all sodas coke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is a cultural thing. Here in Texas, we don't distinguish between any of our sodas, and we call mm-hmm. all magic tutorials scam, scam schools. schools. Scam yeah. schools, It's right. just like, a, yeah, I was watching a scam school the s- other day, learned how to do the, the push-through pass. See, that's the thing. In Florida, we call all television shows full-stop scam schools. So, like, remember that <laughs> scam school when Kramer showed up and he had just gotten the job? Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember the scam school where Don Johnson wasn't wearing socks at all yeah. as he solved crimes. That was a great scam school. Yeah. Remember Classic Michael scam. Lamar's Easy to Master scam school? Scam school. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. dude, now yeah. that yeah. I think about it, I forget yeah. it was on, that. It was on eight tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Actually, uh, before we even begin, uh, uh, it probably is worth mentioning this year, uh, if you have nothing going on Labor Day weekend, um, uh, we're going to be at, uh, we meaning me and the Scam Stuff team, I'll be giving a lecture, Michael Lammer will will be there at TAOM, the Texas Association of Magicians, Uh, discounted rates still available, prices are about to go up. But uh, but that is but, in but, Austin, Texas. Yep, yep. And yes. and and man, if if you've been itching to to get out to a to a con, uh, it feels like right now is a good time to go do it. Uh, if you use promo code scam at checkout, uh, we'll put together a hundred dollar mystery bucket for you. Uh, I don't know, bucket not included. It'll probably um, yeah. probably It'll be probably a be that's in a the paper mystery mache goose. Don't hold us <laughs> to that either. That's right. right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weird Things. Uh, I've got some stories for us here today. Mm, as a long curious, as weird. A curious and suspicious move by you, Castillo. <laughs> well, this one may not be too, too strange. I think everybody who, who saw this coming saw this coming. Jeff Bezos, newly retired from running Amazon, will be blasting off into space with his brother. Yeah. The multi-billionaire will take off in a Blue Origin crew capsule using a reusable New Shepard rocket. The, Bezos- the Bezoses will touch the Carmen line and return back to Earth. The crew capsule holds six people, the two Bezos and the winner of an online auction. As of this morning, it was at about $2.8 million. So I have a question about this. When I read this press release this morning. Yes. Bryce, can you please bring up when that auction ends? Sure, I can do that. Uh, Because I'm pretty sure it's in June. June 12th. June 12th. So it is that is in a couple days. Seven, four, uh, six, uh, 
Day five. A little five over days. a Four, month later. Three, two, <laughs> one day. You, you literally, so a little over a month after you win this auction, you go to space. Yeah. Like this is not a thing where you're training or, or, or like, so I'm. That's right. I'm, they're going on July 20th. So a little over a month. A little over weeks. a month. So it's like, I'd always, you know, gotten the sense that. Uh, uh, even for space tourism, there was a certain level of, of of fitness that was going to be kind of required, but I guess not for well, this the, trip. The, the, they got Apple Watches now. Like we could test, we could screen people faster too. Dude, that's gonna be the best. That's gonna be the best Apple Watch alert. But it's like your friend was in space, and there's a rocket. <laughs> There, there definitely is for any of the traditional space institutions, uh, NASA or, or uh, uh, what's the whatever former Soviet or uh, 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 we go space now Russian space agency um, yeah. a, a, perfectly a, a, legal space agency. <laughs> <laughs> we had nothing uh. to do with your ransomware attack space agency. <laughs> um, the uh, I, I remember when our friend Richard Garriott was going to space. One of the things that they have to do is make sure you are quote unquote, medically perfect was the phrase that he used. And I, and, and I got the impression that he was as though he was told to rehearse that phrase yeah. so that he could say it a lot. Uh, and it now was, was his, was his trip just space tourism, go up, go down, yeah, or was he actually going up and he, doing work? He went to the, the ISS. Uh, and by the way, uh, uh, in America, they refused to acknowledge you as an astronaut just because you went up in, uh, spacecraft astronaut and hung out on a iss for a week or two and then went down apparently in america that doesn't make you an an astronaut so technically Mm -hmm. he is a a cosmonaut (laughs) because russia doesn't care they're Uh, like yeah "Uh, you're definitely cosmonauts oh so strong i would say (laughs) i would say making it to the international space station counts for me that counts i i uh uh, yes the answer is yes absolutely (laughs) indeed but in, in Richard's case, there was, uh, you know, after a full, like, MRI and all that stuff, there was, like, a cyst uh, on, on his liver, I think. Oh, no. Um, uh, I, mean, I mean, a minor, totally benign thing, but it was technically possible that it could become a problem once, because, I mean, again, no no hospital, ain't no, in, in space, there are no hospitals. Yeah, right? Uh, so uh, he had to have surgery to have the thing removed, and then uh, then spent a month in, in Baikonur, Kazakhstan, where he was, you know, watching scam schools. Yeah. Uh, literally, only I mean it literally, yeah. <laughs> actual mm-hmm. scam schools, uh, uh, and then ended up doing a scam school trick on the ISS. But, um, but yeah, you're, you're, you're correct. I, I think the big thing here is that you're not going into orbit. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stay there. Um, you are sitting down, and then 30 minutes later, you will be back on Earth. So, right. but all right. Also, you could have a heart attack and die, right? Yeah. You could get eaten by a leopard. I mean, what's I guess the question, my, my, buddy? My point is, is that, like, this <laughs> Dude, is not I, a thing. I went to Action Park. I don't understand. All like, I'm I signed a waiver. All I'm saying is that every time that I've ever heard a story about space anything, it usually has a long lead time. And I presumed it's so everybody could get into whatever shape or cross whatever thresholds and milestones and take the EKG that shows. And then, you know, the doctor jumps out just when you think you're done to startle you to make sure that you're really <laughs> like on top of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just, it, I don't know. It, it, it 
was that that was the 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 news that struck me the most was not that Jeff Bezos was going to space. It was not that he was bringing his brother. It was not that they made a very slickly reality television style uh, uh, announcement uh, of to to commemorate all of it, but rather that someone's going to pay a gigantic amount of money to go to space and then they're going to do it like two weeks later. Jo- Joe may be able to back me up on this, but what I assume is given that it is such a short ride, there's only one evaluation you want, and that's the psych evaluation. <laughs> like, like just, just take a few of these quizzes, uh, take these five Facebook quizzes, and find yes. out whether or not you're going to unbuckle yourself and try to beat up Jeff Bezos in space and yes. commit the first space murder. Beyond yeah. that... Don't care. Well, yeah, or just have a panic attack or just, you know, suddenly like, you know, oh, never had depression before. But when I saw the curvature of the earth, I realized how small everything was and came back to earth and wanted to be. Ba- I mean, we've seen Inception. We know how this goes. Well, and, <laughs> and also it's like uh, uh, this is a public thing, right? So like yeah. who's going to what's going to happen when Logan Paul snipes the top spot <laughs> and like kicks Jeff Bezos in the wind like so he can do the ultimate space prank? <sighs> So, so that Brian was my question wants is that to happen so badly. <laughs> my my question is, you know, the, the capsule can hold six people. The two Bezoses. Let's say you get slot number three. Who are you putting in four, five, and six? Mm, if we're depends feeling, on oh, wait, if the they're pod. coming back or not. We get to pick. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You you are going to be in the capsule with the Bezoses. You get three. Three extra of seats. the four so people least in this popular room. members of BTS. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know who they are. Yeah. Uh, don't at me, Army. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, question. Do they all find out who else is invited? <laughs> they don't have to, I suppose. <laughs> Can I keep it secret? Okay, Can I make it a surprise? Unless you are hiding about $20 million somewhere. I mean, this is, this is, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying each of them doesn't know who the other ones are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like uh, 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 Elon Musk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bezos' ex-wife. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Biden and Trump. <laughs> and we will make the first interstellar awkward party. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, now I believe Jeff Bezos has, has spoken to President, former President Trump and President Biden, though. Like... Oh, so you think it would be a real? Fun I bet time? Like I bet everybody they, would be having a great time. Yeah, I bet they like our our chums. What if I Trump, bet there's no no well, anxiety. Not a lot of jokes that I can make about Trump and and Mackenzie Be- Bezos. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 just imagine that it was something that would end the show. Like I thought. I, like I thought you were gonna say like a, a an ox and a leopard. Like I thought you were really going for some like <laughs> oil and water type of type of choice. Right, hold on, let me work. What on are this you now. a Chinese fable? Like well, this is a fun <laughs> podcast. This is a fun podcast with my friends. <laughs> I'm already trying to make it awkward, but now you've laid down the guy. You threw thrown down the gauntlet. Uh, like 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 uh uh. uh Oh man! Yeah, I've thrown down the gauntlet no, of yeah, Simba yeah. and I'd Scar. Also, I'd, also, I'd also like a plow and a stern father and <laughs> and the soil that is rich and rewarding. I don't know, man. Maybe I'll. Me- you're right. Biden's a dud. 
I'd keep Trump, but I'd throw in Dave Chappelle and uh, and 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 I'd stick with Elon Musk. Those would Chappelle's be eighteen-minute monologue about this would be fantastic. I, I, look, that's a, I hope he gives it while we're in orbit. And I, and I, <laughs> Bezos is he, like, that's one small purchase from a bazillionaire. No, here's the reality one. show. It's three different comedians. And then they all have to come back to Earth, and oh, who does the man. best? They're all going to be babies. <laughs> they're all gonna, if they're going to unify on one thing, it's, bad, it's that I was a jerk for inviting them. They're going to go. <laughs> they're going to go up, and they're going to come back with a DV tape of "We love the 20s. We love the 2020s." <laughs> yeah. like Actually, a, all right, hold on. Now, let, in my no, mind, that's on. all now six comedians do in this. one room is they make VH1. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Why don't we get my last three? Why don't fi- we get some cameras? Okay, I, final, final answer. My last three slots go to the Auntie Donna boys. Oh, <laughs> because, because I don't know if Bezos, any of the Bezoses are into their type of humor, but I will really enjoy They've got that. a bit on their podcast. Shout out to the Auntie Donna podcast where they're ending every episode by recapping what happened on the episode to the tune of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. (laughs) (laughs) And because they revel in making it awkward for each other, the runner last time was that they then dared one of them to do another one and then they tried to push it to a... They successfully pushed it to a third and then... uh, yeah, Zach was unable to to sell a fourth one, but uh, listen to the Auntie Donna show. But I would also love the idea that like they would just blather the entire time and and uh, just do shtick uh, and and ruin Jeff Bezos' life work. Jeff, what if I make a poo while we're in orbit? I think I oh, did you make a piddle? Somebody get this monkey off of me. That's that's I what that I think Jeff be, Bezos. That would be. Like. That would be good, uh, uh, but uh, what, what do you, uh, Bryce? Do we know what the what, what the highest bid is? I presume it's probably rising by the second. Uh, as of this morning, it was two point eight million dollars. Two point eight mil, and, and, but we don't know who. No, uh, not at this moment. Good, because I asked them to keep it quiet. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it's probably you know a, a couple people in Silicon, a, a couple like the lesser known members of the PayPal mafia and. Some Miami uh, stripper go. who got tipped in Bitcoin last night. Current high bid, three point well, two million. Three point two right now. There's another question. What if like Elon Musk says to someone like, "Hey, I will pay for you to go on this as long as you sabotage it and just make it awkward." But 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 not actually sabotage not, not, not anything. Actually sabotage, but, but just make, but, but it, instead, make it unpleasant like, for everyone. Um, uh, I'm gonna need you to uh, uh, smell bad. Yes. I'm gonna Don't need shower you the whole to, week like, before. You're gonna be given an opportunity to chime in. Uh, I need you to be a a preemptive interrupter. Um, I need you to be one of those people that is constantly negging (laughs) Jeff Bezos, where he's like, man, it's so great that you almost hit orbital flight. I'm so excited. This is a very exciting almost around the world flight. Um, So 2.7, what do you think this tops out at? What, 3. We're already at three point two. Oh, oh, oh yeah, three point two. All right. So what We're do you think? What, what do you think it uh, tops out at? I mean, ten. Somewhere around ten. I mean, so it's in five days. Well, so I believe, and they're doing like I, a live. I believe twenty million was uh, the going rate for like a full-on space tourism. Spend some time at the ISS. This is not even in orbit. Sorry, um, right. uh, it's it's very high up. And over in 30 minutes, I think it tops out 
but it does. But you go with to Bezos be first, yeah. I'll say four point seven. Four point seven. I mean, is it the ultimate networking opportunity? <laughs> are, mean, you, oh, are, no, no, are you? Are you? Are you best true. friends you know, with no, no, Bezos? No, 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 no. After Pro, that? Uh, Probably, uh, proper right? networking happens when somebody is in a position to be receptive to your message, and I'm going to guess that Bezos will have I don't know a little bit else on his mind. I mean, but that's like not if you record. You're the podcast always gonna while you're going to be bound. To Bezos and his brother as the time that you all went to space, all right? right? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Crazy idea. This is a terrible idea. Okay. <laughs> Shouldn't say what I'm about to say. Don't, then. If you want to be remembered. Okay. Uh, for all of history. I don't. Oh, this is going to be bad. Gonna be really bad, Jay. There, there's a lot of firsts that ain't happened yet. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, okay. Now, he could uh, go blue with this. I think he could I save think this. he could, yeah. I can't read his face because he's trying to keep it. He he thinks it's funny because I'm seeing a wry smile creep. He's getting a little bit of the half of this little tuck, right here. Tuck, tuck a little something. Uh, you could be the first person to get wicked high in space. Okay. You could be the first person to commit suicide in space. Oh, my God. Wow. This is why the spider sight like that. On wow. a cyanide wow. capsule. Like, like, like. You think they're not going to check? Only if you say Hail Playboy? Hydra at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How great would that be? Like, you screw up two empires at once. Here it is, their first majestic flight, and you're also going to take down the MCU at the same why time. Exactly? Hail Hydra. That, that went from wow. Harold and Kumar to Faces of death in, in like three syllables brian's brian's wrist just lit up it says you're not eligible for space anymore yeah. you can't do this no anymore more, no more weed or space for this this fellow but you know who can have more weed in space who? are your friends at the weird things podcast yeah. if oh, you subscribe man. over at patreon.com slash weird things hey patreon.com slash weird things is where you need to go make sure that we keep doing this show each and every monday and if you are on the patreon then you get our after show called after things where we talk about things after weird things mostly uh, uh all sorts of entrepreneurial and creative advice and and question answering oh it's so simple uh, all you got to do is head on over there patreon.com slash weird things sorry uh i would take up uh, in the rocket my friends justin brian and joe so oh 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 oh, 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 oh. you take the high road and wear pieces of garbage that's right the high road is up to the carmen line yeah uh, <laughs> so all four of us are sighted individuals we can all see yes um so that's kind of the perspective we're putting on this everybody what would you do if you suddenly lost your vision you woke up one day you can't see Nope, you're not in pain. You go to the doctor. They say you're not about to explode. Uh, how how do you adapt to? I, I, I'm not I'm not quite familiar with the uh, uh, the world of uh, those who do not have full vision. I I was not aware that sudden explosion was something that they had to worry about. Just saying. Yeah. If. Okay. Everything's yeah. fine except for you have you have no vision and and right. I presume that part of the doctor's visit is that they tell us that they don't know why it happened and they don't know if it'll, if it'll ever come back. Uh, yes, yeah. Okay. There's nothing okay. to worry about except for the fact that you cannot see. Uh, the first thing I do is I mush my palms against my eyes and see like even those fireworks, the phosphemes, are they gone? Oh my goodness! Mm. And we don't know. If if you are if you are hard of seeing, please let us know. Email us nashgum at gmail.com. No, the first I, thing I, that I do is go to all my friends and touch their face <laughs> like they like they do with blind people oh, in movies where I'm like, I just want to see you and I just 
Yeah. I, I, and specifically, I do it to my very germaphobic friends who are like horrified <laughs> by any kind of oh hand my contact. god. I'm and also, like, no, I'm blind now, and I just touch their face. All how the time. how how long how long can you hold on to? Like, even though you clearly recognize their voice, and it's just like, hey, it's and they and now yeah, hey, it's me, Justin. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, Justin, I. May I make sure? Yeah, <laughs> then, exactly. Just all and then over. hands on a hard like body, just a finger it, up the nose, ah, shoo, right into my hands, and then right back on the face. So I have a weird perspective on this because yep. Brian, I you know, being you know in the mystic arts, there are tricky fake ways to blindfold yourself, and there are real ways, and yes. some things you can do genuinely blindfolded, and not mm -hmm. so much. But that said, part of whether you're going to do it genuinely or not, you have to first learn how you act when you genuinely can't see. Right. So I have walked around for like a day and a half. Pretending with, to with, be with, blind. With, my, with a blindfold on, with a genuine actual blindfold on around oh, the wow. apartment. So I, 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 uh, I have walked not, around my neighborhood. But I have walked around for a full day going... Ah, with my eyes closed <laughs> and my arms out. We know in front you, of me. You, yes. you do that every Wednesday. Like, ah, ah that, and Brian that Wednesday. actually Brian's team building warm up exercise. But it, it was. Ah, this is this is super super ever, meta magic nerd stuff. But like, I could feel like what kind what brands of decks of cards just by the feel, taking them out of the box. Oh, wow. And, and, and just doing uh, for like twenty four hours and and actively, yeah. Well, and like, also because I'm a magic nerd and I've held cards in my hand every day sure, of my whole yeah. life. But it was it was very fascinating. I didn't have you know, if I were doing a show right now, I'd say, oh yeah, some of my senses kind of heightened a little. I'm not really. I mean, it it was more so, it was more so to like just get a feel for it and the other aspect of it too, it, it kind of because I had a huge fear growing up that I would lose control of my hands or control of my sight. Mm. Uh Anxious only we, uh, child here. Uh, for the record, <laughs> so, we've publicly talked about our fear of losing control of the audience. Yes, exactly. And so the the whole thing with it was kind of a slight way to conquer that, but also like it is one of those things where it's like, oh, I I adapted then, I would adapt now. I'd be more I'd be less concerned about how I would get through the world and more concerned with how it actually happened. because uh, so, I I feel like a genuinely blind mentalist is a hell of a publicity hook. So I, I, oh, so I'd, you're like, I'd be like, all right, fine all right, with this that. is really just kind of a lateral move. In fact, yeah, I, I might yeah, be exactly. advancing here exactly. if I have a genuine it, disability. Yeah, but then from that standpoint, it's like I would just want to know why it happened. Was it genetic? Was it everything else? Like, I you see. know, my wife and I aren't haven't decided if we we're gonna have kids yet. But like, if we do, could this happen to them? Like, those would be the questions that go through my mind, not how I'm gonna yeah. navigate. Personally, I got gotcha. uh, se separate side note. I've noticed that uh, uh, as we've talked about, like uh, uh, I'm, I'm a light sleeper yes. and I wake up and um, uh, uh, man, have I noticed that uh, almost at like a, a visceral level, like I can hear a single door get clicked or or I can hear just the single jingle of a dog's move. I, I can feel the air pressure change when uh, the AC kicks on and the door kind of half closes. Yeah. Uh, and and um, I, I would imagine that all of that, uh, th there are only brief moments where I have nothing else going on except for to sort of 
understand, oh, that's the drone of the concert venue down the street. That's a car driving by. Is it a big car or a small car? You know, like, I mean, it's not, it's not rocket science to figure that out. It's just that normally you're not in a position to try to pay attention to those things. Yeah. Uh, so, so I could totally imagine developing those senses. Uh, yeah, I'd be terrified. Uh, is my is my short answer? <laughs> it would be the the scariest thing that ever happened in my life, and I would uh, uh, I would I would I would try my best to to either recover what I could or to just make my way through life. All all, all jokes aside, do, do you do you think you could last ten weeks through, say, a course? Mm. Say, Wait a minute. When, now, when you say a course, like mm -hmm. an obstacle course or an instructional course? Like, a little column A, a little column B. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Is this like Blind Ninja Training School? What is happening? A 10-week program le led by Dr. Laura Thaler of Durham University, UK, took 21 participants, sighted and blind, and taught humans how to echolocate using their tongue, using tongue clicks. So I have heard of this. Uh, this is where uh, when they, they first start before you 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 do the uh, the clicky with your tongue, uh, you get uh, one of those 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 clicker. Yeah, dog click clicker. trainers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, oof, I, I don't want to quote exactly exactly what I was told, but but uh, th there's a friend of the show who is a fan of, 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 of Scam School and Scam Nation who came out to one of the shoots and I was fascinated. I was like, what is the show like? You know, of magic inherently normally thought of as a visual art. Yeah. What is oh, that this like? Oh, a blind fan. Correct, correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 to a non-sighted person. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, oh, well, you know, some of them are like this, and I enjoy them because I and other ones are like this or whatever. And, and I asked him about echolocation. I was like, does that actually works? Uh, it, it work? And he was just like, yeah, but you sound like... <laughs> And the next word started with an R. That was his oh, reason that, that he didn't do echolocation. Oh. He says it definitely works. You can get a sense of what the world around you what is. What a complicated character <laughs> you oh, just man. created. Oh. Like, oh. this is a real like A24 movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> like character that's been that's been made. Uh uh. God. So yeah, so so this is something that you can learn in in ten weeks is is echolocation. Yeah, th so this was a ten week program. It was twenty sessions, so I guess two a week, about two to three hours per session. Uh, it they the researchers found that a neither age nor sightedness was a limiting factor in this. Eighty three percent of participants involved reported better independence and well being. Uh, they also found that n people who were new to echolocation did about as well as seven expert echolocators. So it's something easy to pick up uh, and it has psychological benefits. It, mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a big to-do, you know, you're, you're doing a multiple week yeah. program. Uh, I wasn't kidding, They're, they do have like a virtual maze that they have the, that they have the participants go in through to, to train. Um, wow. So it's, it's not a small task, but it does seem surprisingly effective well and and it is one of those things that uh uh i don't know i think maybe i played like 20 or 30 minutes with this but walk around snapping or whatever and it's mm -hmm. like you you could tell yeah. when there's an echo around you there's probably a wall you know mm -hmm. you know when you're inside versus outside you know when uh, uh, uh you're in the middle of a bunch of trees versus near a street corner i mean and it's and and the human brain is is incredibly sophisticated and smart uh, I'll, 
it, it, let's say something like this situation uh, in the hypothetical happens, uh, that's a lot of brain, you know, visual uh, decoding that uh, your brain kind of processes it to, I guess, to dumb it, to, to simplify it a lot. You open up a lot of, of power by not being able to see. Of you know, bandwidth, yeah. Of band I mean, you, you, have giant, you have giant chunks are, of your brain that are normally very busy. Suddenly and they looking. got nothing yeah. to do. So it's just like, yeah, I'll take some of that info. Uh, let me see. Uh, this is a map as best I could tell of what's going on here. I mean, even, you know, with uh, when, when, we when we record audio for like the, the YouTube videos that we do, when you're in, when you're listening to it, and if like I'm wearing kind of in-ear little plug uh, headphones today when you hear them with that you you can you can hear it yourself you get such a a a stronger sense of the acoustics of the room just through a microphone um uh but now you're doing that every day for uh the rest of your life or what what whatever the situation may be yeah and i guess uh on top of that you also have um you know, various sensors. Uh, we, we've talked about uh, 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 kind of cameras in, in on your back. You'll be wearing a vest that has like a 300 by 200 matrix of, of pressure points. And or uh, uh, alternately, there's sort of visual sensors on your tongue because you have you have so many nerve endings on your tongue. What what at first will much like a cochlear implant, as I understand it, seem like so much white noise kind of becomes like, oh, this is the feeling on my tongue of an open hallway in front of me that I can safely feel like I can confidently walk yeah. down or whatever, uh, which ultimately is, is all that really matters. Yeah. I mean, I guess that part of it is also just, uh, you know, because our brain is sorting through so much information that reducing a, a fraction of it can help us process what we, what we, what we get in uh, uh, just that much better. But if you're, you know, doing something like echolocation where you're constantly kind of putting a thing out there. I guess I, I wonder whether or not there's a an, an an update on something like that that you could do with like uh, ear pods, like, like like Raycons or Airbuds or something like that, where uh, there would m maybe be something that is like constantly being sent out from your iPhone that might not be audible like for, for humans, but you can hear a representation of so, that echo uh, in your ears. S mm -hmm. Similar to, let's say you got noise canceling headphones. Part of the noise canceling, like turning it off, is it's almost like you're wearing hearing aids. You're hearing the world around you. Yeah. Uh, but then also over that is overlaid a bit more information. Yes. Like, is it basically. bright? Is it dark? Is there an object? you know, within six feet. Oh, of I was, or... I was even thinking of just literally echolocation. So you would just be hearing like, as if you were making the, you had a device sounding like that. a real ah, Rembrandt. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, a Rolls Royce, uh, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that you would just be hearing a representation of that. Although that would be, that would be crazy if you just had maybe some discreet little camera and you had that AI generator that we uh, viewed on here where it was just saying like open hallway, like girl, oh. green shirt. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I would imagine, let's say at an even baser level, let's say you had uh, a, something a that sounded like boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> no, no, not that base. Uh, you're, you're wearing just a, a vest or something and, and at the back collar is some kind of camera. And uh, basically as you walk, 
along with regular audio, you hear kind of a wee, 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 which, which represents, you know, the world changing behind you. And then you're seated and you're just at a kind of a woo. And then uh, all of a sudden you haven't moved, but all of a sudden you begin to hear a wee. And, and you're like, somebody is coming up behind me. Gotcha. And, that, and you just Dopp- know it. Doppler radar style. Hitter. Yeah. Mm, yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah. Huh. Well, and um, uh, we, we have... We have like a visual machine learning is we, we've talked and covered so much in this show, but like, you know, you think of like the little Waymo cars or what the, uh, the self-driving cars and they have all that radar technology or they use cameras on the Teslas and stuff like there's, there's probably something really clever you could do with that. Whether it's like a visual, you know, a siren system. I, when you, when you described a vest with like, um, like a matrix on the back, I almost, thought you were kind of describing like a, like a mini map of sort. If someone had like a top down little solid snake mini map and you felt it on your, on your back. Um, I don't know. That well, might and, be an and, interesting and innate way to use touch there. Uh, and not only that, but, but your brain, it's like an odd place to put it. What on your back, the mini map on your back. Well, yeah, that's a big Y. I mean, what else are you using? You're going to look at it. No, you have it like on your wrist or something like that. Like a well, little, little. I mean, it's a mini map. But no, but no, 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 In my, no, no. Like, in my like, mind, like, the, like, the, you, they they actually touch you. Like yeah, yeah. Like a, that's, like that's, a massaging so, chair. So, so so picture a like oh, braille, braille on your back. It's, it's on your back. Doing you're, that. You're, oh, feeling, yeah. you're feeling it. You're pressing it. Okay, okay, yeah. Sorry, I misunderstood. So 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 the bigger the surface area, the more you'd be able to feel. But but I I can imagine a world where. With with enough uh, equipment, uh, uh, whether it be uh, haptic feedback gloves uh, and uh, uh, I don't know, you know, strap a like the the other day I walked outside of the boundary for my Oculus Quest Two and it flipped over to just camera mode. Yeah, and I felt no need to take this thing off of my face. Yeah, uh, the entire walk over, you know, through four different rooms, looking around for batteries looking for batteries, not knowing where they were, finding batteries, looking down at the representation of my hands, opening up the controllers, replacing the batteries and all that stuff, then navigating my way back, all at no point were my actual eyes seeing the actual world, Yeah, but it felt perfectly normal. Uh, I would imagine there's no reason that that with enough input, you know, maybe all the way, imagine full body, uh, uh, stuff, like like all the way down to... Uh, it's really a matter of training. Like, like uh, if you feel a thump on your back left calf, that means, uh, and, and, and it's like a heartbeat. And now you suddenly know within 200 meters are, 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 you have cards four and bark. 14 people or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. You got smart lane assist. You got the little, the little lights on the new car. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Imagine that. Like the cameras aren't even on your body. The cameras are all around your house. And it's just mm. letting you know who's in your house and who's up to what. So imagine mm. laying there in bed and yeah. knowing exactly where every single human being was and 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 whether, you know, what devices were turned on or whatever. Mm. And then and and knowing whether or not anything deserved your attention. Now you you know that uh they have that uh on the iPhones a little bit. The sound recognition. Have you seen any, any of this? No. Uh, so it's an accessibility thing. It's in iOS 14, so uh, uh, most people can use it now. But you can go to the accessibility and say, hey, uh, uh, it, you have to disable the hey um, uh, assistant voice yeah. command thing to do this because it's always Not going to say the S word. Right. 
and uh, uh, it it can listen for like, hey, it sounds like there's a fire. Here you go. Here's a notification. Mm. Oh, it sounds like there's water running. Here's a notification. It sounds like a door just a doorbell just rang. Here's a notification. Mm. You can pick oh, the types wow. of sound, and it shows up on your phone as, hey, your doorbell might have just rang. Hey, a dog might be barking. Hey, there might be water wow. running. And you so, can snooze them or set controls and things. But I, 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 I suppose that's a fairly natural segue into as long as we're talking about smart devices. I guess that's that's yeah. Uh, I, I, I hear there's a bit of a brouhaha about whether or not people think it's okay that uh, that Amazon is uh, linking up all their rings and devices and essentially trying to offer some kind of internet to. Passers by so the ring sidewalk network mesh network is uh, 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 the the story here. I the 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 take that I read about this was that because uh, this is just for ring. This is not like Spectrum or uh, or uh, uh, Time Warner doing this. This is you have to have a ring doorbell or so, hero stuff. Yeah, and, and the and, take that I saw was if you already have those devices, this is. This, this is not going to be any different than what you've already signed up for. So basically, uh, the the this is not a new idea. Uh, uh, Comcast, if you ever are out and uh, uh, you automatically get connected because it is like the most pervasive Wi-Fi network, I feel like, in, in, in the world, the Xfinity, the free Xfinity right. uh, uh, thing is always winds up finding its way to the top of your... Uh, uh, and, you know, and, available uh, Wi-Fi networks, but that is... And, and the easiest parallel to this was when the iPhone first came out, bandwidth was so, you know, they were so afraid that basically any AT&T router anywhere, it would just automatically connect to uh, and, and, and conduct your data services over. Yeah. In like 2006 I mean, the, or something. The, I think that that was more of a, a behind-the-scenes kind of thing to, to make the traffic go. This is more of like... Xfinity says, hey, unless you opt out, we are going to use part of your machinery and part of the service that we are selling to you to create a free mesh network for other subscribers to use. For and those devices. For those for those devices. Uh, this is different, like Bryce said, in that this is not a ISP who's saying, hey, uh, uh, as part of a gift for you for being a subscriber, you also can connect to Wi-Fi in places that you wouldn't otherwise be able to because on the back of our gigantic network, this is Ring saying, uh, all right, we're going to use your internet and create a mesh network. Um, and and this sounds like um, this is for Ring devices and Amazon Echo devices. My... Like I I don't know whether the idea behind this is it can route you know voice commands and recognition faster through a mesh network or uh, making it easier to set up a device you know set up a, a doorbell and it says okay well there's the network right here I could just hop onto that and not have to worry about routers and stuff for right we can figure that out later the uh, 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 JDS 3K has my favorite take I'm so mad at Amazon about this we should shoot their founder into space <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, uh, I did read a pretty good article that broke down where it's like if, if you want to opt out that's fine here's the link but uh, in the author's opinion there were really only four 
uh, legitimate use cases. Um, uh, 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 legitimate use case number one: you just hate Amazon. In which case, fine. Uh, of opt- reasons not to do it. Right. Reasons yeah. to opt out. Right. Yeah. Correct. Uh, another reason: um, you are in a rural area and you have serious limitations on your bandwidth. Yeah. Uh, yeah go ahead, opt out. Right. Uh, another one: uh, you are IT savvy. Uh, and even though, according to most IT pros, uh, seems like the encryption's pretty good and, and there's no security or privacy concerns, um, it occurs to you that somebody somewhere might at some point use an illegal or use your equipment to yeah. participate in an illegal, illegal activity. Definitely go ahead and do that. And then um, I forget the fourth one. I'll try to remember it in five minutes. But but but, but, but there are legitimate reasons to to opt out. And, and you have to be using these devices. I mean, like, well, who's are? I would love to hear if there are viewers out there who are using, say, an Amazon Echo device, and don't use it for the voice commands or at all. Right? I mean, like, like you you have to have like to use this. You have to kind of be bought in on those products. And I think a lot of the security issues you might have with a mesh network connecting other Amazon brand devices would be similar to having an always listening microphone, you know, a shopping device in your home. I, I, I do think that this is likely a play just to make that installation process a little bit easier because it is, I mean, it's, it's not boring. hard, but it's not the easiest thing on the planet. Like you can't just roll it out to a child and have them figure it out. Well, and, 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 and here on this property, we have a lot of security devices and uh it it's so close to working the way it's advertised where i press one button like i want to change this one thing on all devices yeah and then it comes back with it's like you know nine of the ten devices said great we're fully updated that tenth one is a little bit out of bounds (laughs) and it's like dude if that tenth one could just borrow from next door and say hey but but you know, here's the update. Let me let me let me copy you know, your homework. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I uh, however, having said all of that, it's like, uh, man, nobody likes to be force fed uh, uh, participating in security questionable activities. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the uh, there are I, I, I can't help but look side eye at anything ring associated or, or Amazon associated. Uh, not that they have say a terrible track record with security, but I don't, I just don't like it listening to me. Honestly, you know, I just don't. You know, do you realize Bryce, I was this close to inviting you onto the rocket with me. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, now, now I'm glad I didn't. Good stay away. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. One last quick story. If, if we can, let's do it. We can. We can, we aim, and we will. Do you know about turns? T e r n s turns. Bur- the dim birds. The, the bird. Yes. Dim birds. It's a bird. Oh man, I've been given the bird so many times. Uh, it's a little. It's a little. Uh, oh, look at right, a little part. guy. It's a little guy. Well, we're gonna pour one out, folks. Uh, about fifteen hundred turn eggs were abandoned on their South California nesting island. After something scared them off. Oh, no. Was it a Pink Floyd concert? <laughs> it, it was not a Pink Floyd concert. Oh, was, uh, it, was it Was it, Was it? it a, a guy in a jet ski? Uh, not a jet ski. Probably a guy. <sighs> Wasn't on a buffalo, was he? Not on a bu- buffalo. Not great swimmer, it turns out. Yeah. Thankfully. Uh, uh, a 
uh, did someone have a party? Like, were they playing no, EDM? My oh, my God. The worst version of this is it's one of those dudes with the Iron Man hydro jetpacks <laughs> flying around <laughs> doing his twirly I belong on the chive flip. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, very close. A drone crash landed on the island. Oh. And the mama turns thought it, it was a predator, and they have abandoned the island and the eggs. Oh no! How do you recruit them back? Uh, Can you? Are these are these uh, I, just doomed eggs? I think that they're doomed for the season. Um, we the the so drone people can't okay, feed okay. them. In uh, this is a uh, right. This is a nesting island. This is like not a public park. This yeah. is actually protected airspace. So okay. So so imagine no imagine we talk to professor scientist. Yeah. And he says they're definitely doomed. And we're like, so there's oh. absolutely. That's me, Professor Scientist. <laughs> Professor Scientist. Yes, yes, thank I you have so a much. proclamation. You okay. should be here every week. These eggs are definitely doomed, right? I. That's what I. You, but you're stealing my bit. Oh, sorry. I'm here to <laughs> proclaim that these eggs, they're definitely doomed. Okay. So 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 <gasps> so given that. Yes. They're pretty much just biological garbage. I, uh, uh, sure. Okay. We're so kind like, of like, getting like, out like, of Professor like, Scientist. That's more of like a... Professor Science, are these OBO? Are these $50 or OBO? Real quick, uh, Professor Scientist, uh, uh, I, I lean over, I step on an egg. Like, so so that's no, like that's going to happen to all of them. I, I mean, eventually, but now you're yes. getting into moral questions of, of, of where your yeah, lines well, and no, ethics no, but, are. But, but, but you assured me they're all going to die, well, right? science is but a cold uh, <laughs> uh, cold okay. world. That's right. why uh, I'm uh, the professor. Uh, still <laughs> nodding, I pull out of my backpack a, a Coleman butane stove, uh -huh. <laughs> a cast iron skillet, yes. uh, uh, seasoning, uh, and I'm like, they're all definitely going to die, right? Uh, yes. Okay, great. And then I, uh, I nod to the horizon. I touch my ear and I say, we're a gopher operation omelet. Uh, and I was like, uh, so, so, so they're all going to die, right? You're a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that is the not party what I boat was shows going. up, and, then, and, and, and none other than Jimmy Buffett himself uh, comes out. James. He's already strumming, like uh, wasting away uh, in delicious uh, turn I, Professor Science takes out his, his pocket <laughs> portal and unfolds it, like all while making unbroken eye contact, throws it on the ground, and, and jumps through it before reaching his hand out to pull it back down with him. Grabbing a <laughs> megaphone, I turn around and say, ladies and gentlemen, the Muppets. <laughs> all the Muppets are there. Professor and Science all uh, uh, pops his head back up and says, and you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Then, I say, they were going to die anyway. They're already dead. <laughs> I think we solved that one. I think I think we solved that one. Thank you very much. Please uh, be careful where you fly your drones. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I I do wonder if there's if there's any kind of rescue thing for them. If if I mean like if they could be brought to a hatchery or anything. Uh, that that's a good. Uh, maybe maybe you could do that with 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 some of them. Um, uh, right now, yeah, the island. Because because the idea would be that they're either not warm enough to hatch or that they are going to hatch and there's not going to be any food. So like you could theoretically solve for both of those problems, depending on where they are and what the rules about it are. I'm, I'm told quote, the Island is littered with eggshells. So it, 
Some of these oh, may be too late. Oh, that might have also been a predator. Yeah. yeah, predator stuff. Okay. All right, question. Uh, question. Or, or uh, Brian's booze cruise. <laughs> <laughs> question. Also on the booze cruise, uh, 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 30% of these eggs. Love, by the way, what a bargain. <laughs> Brian Brushwood, Jimmy Buffett, and the Muppets bring you on a fun-filled how, how, how booze cruise the tickets for an all-you-can-eat yeah. omelet buffet. <laughs> That's right. It, critically endangered omelets, by the way. Critically endangered. <laughs> Near the world's most dangerous omelet. Sorry. Hold on. Let me let me grab my phone. Beep up. Uh, 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 S word. Call Professor Scientist. <clears throat> uh, uh, hello, it's me, Professor Scientist. Okay, Who's listen. This? Uh, 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 we had an idea. What if we took 30% of the eggs and we put them in incubators uh, at a hatchery? Would that be good? Uh, I they're probably dead anyway. Okay, but 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 we're gonna make a heroic effort to do it, right? But here's the trade-off: the only person we could get to promise to move thirty percent of these eggs is a juggler, uh, and well, he has thoughts <laughs> and a webcam. Are you about- like a low-rent <laughs> jigsaw? <laughs> like, why are you giving me these? This, I'm. How'd you get my number? Prank have- caller. Prank caller. <laughs> Sorry, the quiche is done. You have thirty oh. minutes to validate my morality. Jeez. <laughs> oh. uh, so there we go. Uh, oh. Come back soon. Turns. <laughs> um, alrighty. Well, uh, that'll do it for today here on Weird Things. Let's do some picks. Uh, uh, this is the part of the show where we suggest some things that we've liked lately. Uh, uh, that we might pay. Brian and Justin. Yeah. Show them how it's done. Hey. Uh, you got one? Um, uh, mine's kind of a reverse pick. Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> woo, woo. Se- reverse se- pick. Alerted. Season five. Of- we are reversing the picks. The picks are now reversed. I love Kim's Convenience, period. New sentence. Uh, season five of Kim's Convenience came out. Mm hmm. Um, Season five of Kim's Convenience begins with a Skype call in which one of the main characters, Jung, is in Southern California. New sentence. The actor who plays Jung is in Southern California to be Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings. He's now a Marvel super god. Also, uh, Shannon, a a, a fifth or sixth tier character, uh, is also getting a spinoff. Uh... Guess how much I liked the first episode of season five of Kim's Convenience. Not so much. Wait a minute. Shannon is 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 it, getting it, is getting a spinoff. So yeah. it's just going to be the Shannon show. I mean, what I saw first episode of season five already looked like the Shannon show featuring one Skype call from Jung. Gotcha. Meanwhile, like Kim Chi is like like he definitely is not wearing his hair the same way, but is trying to make it look close enough to. But so that would happen any. I mean, I mean, this is late, yeah. late, late season yeah. uh, uh, comedy shows uh, or dramas like, you know, stars because uh, that's around the time when contracts lapse. Yep. Right. And so now you're now you're doing new deals well, and, and everybody's everyone's crushing it. They're all doing a really good thing. It's just that it's it's a bummer because this show appears to be uh, expiring with a whimper, not a bang. And in fact, I think uh, the guy who plays Jung said so that that the fact that there's no send off special, no like just they're sort of just fizzling and then there's going to be the Shannon show. Uh, I believe he used the word slap in the face is what it felt like. And, and you boy, man, I didn't expect to feel it so starkly from the end of season four going into season five. What was this? 
was there controversy with like the the original creators leaving halfway through this season or I don't know about that I don't know if I heard that yeah. the, I think that was the the reason that they stated that they were not going to make another season Oh cuz they were done with this this was their final in, season in Troy was now done they were season. they were okay I, I guess that's what I I mean was it's thinking. just everybody quite literally is phoning it in at this point and and, and I normally don't notice those things uh, uh, also, Janet, who has spent four seasons as an aspiring photographer at the beginning, episode one says, I'm no longer an aspiring photographer. Now I want to do international humanitarian work. Like she said, that was the end of season four. That was, that was uh, season four. Well, so she, which yeah. she, she does, but she comes back and is offered a photography job and then makes sure everybody understands yeah. that, and that now she we're wants changing. to do this. That, yeah. Um, which sounds un, 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 uh, unpopular opinion. Go ahead. Kim's convenience. Great joke writers. Great, great, great characters. Cast. Always been a bit weak on story. Like there oh, are. Yeah, it's a sitcom. Are, oh yeah, it's a sitcom. Well, no, but si- uh, there there are great sitcoms yeah. that have that build up big, big, big relationship moments. And they have them pay off. In fact, oftentimes they are the most defining moments of those series of when Jim and Pam get get together or uh, like there's there's all these kinds of things. I was kind of I never really truly recovered from Kim's convenience just slotting into being a certain kind of show like Schitt's Creek, for example, great at building up the big moments and then paying them off. Like when those emotional moments needed to pay off, they did. Uh, they, they, they really kind of boofed it. I think not only on the, the, the Jung Appa like uh, uh arc. Will they, won't they reconcile? I, 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 I actually I, rather liked it because it was, it was, it felt more like real life. Uh, whereas they're doing the reverse in season five where they're trying to wedge in a Jim and Pam moment between Gerald and Janet. Um, that's another thing is that that, but, and that was the end of season four. Right. Like, and, and I was like, like Oh really? Like, yeah. yeah, that's, that's odd. Like, like that you haven't built it up like at all. It just kind of feels like here are some available parts. Let's, let's plug them in. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I've never really been in sync with where they want to go writing wise. Uh, uh, even, even the Shannon Jung thing, I, I kind of felt like it was very adorable when they were in when this, they, like when, when they one, were one wanted days. the other one, yeah. the other one didn't want the other one, and then when they got together, it just kind of felt like, oh, we're boring now. This is a boring relationship uh, uh, between these two characters, and the show didn't know what to do with them. Right, and so I and, don't know. And, and traditionally, that's what tends to happen. I mean, the the ex- the notable exception is being uh, the Jim and Pam uh, getting the the office managed to uh, really stay interesting until Michael left. Yeah. Uh, Justin, you got any picks? Mayor. Mayor of Easttown. Ah, Y'all up on this mayor? The good good horse show. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I actually didn't know. uh, uh, I didn't didn't watch it because (laughs) mayor. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, Brian, on spoiler in time? Uh, I didn't initially watch it, I should say, because Mayor of Easttown sounds like a fancy title. Doesn't it? It sounds like a it sounds like a period piece about a stable boy. It does, right? Uh uh and and it should, much like 
Parasite, I would have seen Parasite months earlier if they had named it what I proposed it to be titled. This scamming ass family. family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, if Mayor of East Town was named White Trash Philly Detective. <laughs> I would have been on it from like day one. <laughs> Sold. If it would have been called White Trash Philly Detective, I would have been like, like, oh my God. Because if you like every scene where somebody is either drinking a Mountain Dew or a Yingling, you'll love Mayor of Easttown. Perfect. If you love the word water <laughs> you'll love mayor of east town and it's a, it it is it is a great uh, crime who done it small town everybody knows each other the secrets run deep like uh but because everybody's dealing with each other constantly much in the same way that small towns do you just kind of turn a blind eye and you have some relationships that are a powder keg waiting to explode and some that are secrets that are kind of kept. So, uh, we're, I think three or four episodes in, but, uh, a uh, huge, huge, huge fan. Kate Winslet, uh, uh, just falling out of control. Nice. Yes. Um, uh, I've got, I've got a, uh, I've got a kind of a, a nice easy pick. Um, okay. uh, on, uh, Hulu, they have the uh, uh, the the Fantastic Fox animated comedy King of the Hill, and I've been making my way back through that. Oh, uh, and hard hard to beat King of the Hill, I, I think. Uh, just just good. It's slice of life comedy. I don't is know. It, is I, it different? Because I I assume the first time you saw any of those episodes were before you lived in Texas. Because I I have yes. often said, even as the show was young and first running. I was like, it is a great show. I do not understand why anybody who does not live in Texas would find anything entertaining <laughs> about it. Really? Because everything feels like an inside Texas joke. Uh, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, but but, but I, I have mean, you noticed anything different visiting it now, having soaked in these waters for a bit? Uh, I think there are, there are little bits that maybe resonate a little stronger, but I thought King of the Hill always played... Um, even not being from Texas, um, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose uh, uh, if 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 I'm allowed to laugh at jokes I don't get on Toast of London, then, <laughs> then non-Texans yeah. can laugh at jokes I they mean, don't get I, about Texas. It's, it's a it, the it's it's a suburban story, right? It's 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 all about the suburbs, and yeah. uh, the area that I grew up in is very suburban. Um, so, I mean. You know, things look different, right? Different parts of the country look different. Um, but in general, this this wasn't like foreign or like I didn't step into text and be like, oh, it makes oh it makes so much sense now. <laughs> I, I think that King of the Hill, like so many of the best Mike Judge uh uh work, like shows both animated and live action, are so grounded in their characters. Like those characters are kind of just iconic from the moment you meet them and and you always know that they're going to act like them and i guess that's like to my to my kim's convenience thing like there there are times where like you're watching it's like oh is that really how that's not how i assumed that character was going to act whereas there's never a moment with hank or bobby or or peggy <laughs> that you're like like oh no that's that's them they're, they're just these they're archetypal formed archetypal kind of characters that everyone's well it, when when they introduce a new 
element to it, you're 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 made more exciting because it feels like you're delving deeper and it's not like they're deviating and going some different right. direction. Ne- they're never pressing the undo button. Just, yes. just, uh, just yes. Anding themselves. Yeah. Where it's uh, 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 yeah. It's a new layer of the onion. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, do you, do you have a uh, uh, pick uh, real quick? Uh, Bo Burnham inside. Oh, I hear, I hear, uh, I, I've heard from comedy professionals that there are parts of it that are almost painful to as a performer you're going to need like, don't watch the last 10 minutes of this by yourself. Wow. Um, the fact that I watched it this weekend and then got on a plane for the first time in nearly two years to come here. Uh, you regret being here. No, already. no, it's the exact <laughs> opposite. But the, once you watch it, I think you'll uh, appreciate the, the irony of it. I mean, the, the individual songs, like I I've had a lot of people, I've been a fan of Bo Burnham's for over a decade and a lot of people always, you know, made the complaints like, oh, it's just a kid doing the early videos were like just a kid doing shock value songs in his room. And then he, you know, perp, you know, all this other stuff. I, I can't imagine anyone watching this and not especially after we've all had such a universal experience of literally being stuck inside for the last year. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine anyone n- watching this and not finding something deeply relatable, deeply like moving. And, and and I don't even mean moving like you're gonna cry and everything, but like even like the comedy itself, the jokes are just so much deeper and it's 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 his best work to date in my opinion. And uh yeah, I mean just it, it's on it's on YouTube. Just watch White Girl on Instagram and then if you're not if you ain't sold by that, there's no re- use uh, telling you to watch it. Yeah, Bo Burnham <laughs> is 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 an insanely uh funny and talented yeah. uh, uh multi hyphenate, I guess as they say, but uh I'm okay with this and I will watch it. Okay. Wow. After this, uh oh. Can we be done with talking about the pandemic? <laughs> like that, give me a well, year. Give me, give me, give yeah. me some time. Well, the before... interesting thing, it it doesn't bring up really the pandemic. I don't think he even says but, any but reason. like you said, it matters because, because we went been, through this yeah. shared trauma. So I don't need to hear about Dr. Fauci it, or mass sure, aerosol viruses. It goes so I, much I don't deeper. want to talk about this trauma that I experienced over the last year. That's fair, but it yeah. it's it goes deeper when it comes to like he tackles introspection, suicide, a bunch of stuff that isn't directly pandemic related. No, but that's but, what you were thinking about when sure, you were alone for sure, a year and a half. I don't want to think fair about enough. that. Yeah. That's fair. I want to shake your butt. I think Everybody this, shake your butt. That's all I want for the next just year. I think just this wants, is part. Just uh, rump shake. I just want rump shakers to play 24-7 <laughs> every show well, that then comes watch. out. Just say, should we open with rump shakers and should we close with rump shakers? And then should we play rump shakers a few times in the center? <laughs> then that, jam out to white woman on Instagram and you'll be fine. No, again, and, 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 and Bob, this is not a comment on, on yeah. what he do because like, I would care about what he does because he has such an, 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 an uncommon idea for... Uh, yeah. uh, emotional resonance and creativity, yeah. and and he uh, he cares and just so clearly about it. A um, performer, an, a person on the internet, yeah. like there, it, it hits so many subtle things. I yeah, and, I just don't want everybody yeah. who's not him to do it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. agreed, agreed. That's, I, I agree with the, you on yeah. that. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. I I do feel like this special helps. 
it's part of the grieving process. Once you watch it, you can put it to bed and move forward. Yeah. yeah. Now I, shake I'm, I'm your rum. Yes. <laughs> now you're a white woman on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, everybody got their picks out? Everybody good? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, for <laughs> for Justin Bride and Joe, I've been Bryce. This is the Weird Things Podcast. It's been weird. Shake that. <laughs> All I want to do is a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Just shake the rock. Welcome to NBC Nightly News. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>